0: Game On podcast. It's me, Simon, uh, with Charlie Bill, and featuring this week, uh, Leona as well. She's going to be um, later on in the show. I'm going to have a chat with her, Charlie, if that's okay. Um, um, amazing story um, to hear about her going all the way through the set and everything else like that. Um, but let's let's talk about where we are at the moment in football. That was just right, wasn't it, to stop all games last weekend because of the the passing of our, uh, you know, Queen Elizabeth II.
1: Yeah, I think I think I think rightly so, and I, and I know there was there was there was a fair bit of debate behind it. I know there was obviously some sports continued, and 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 like I said, I appreciate that she was a, a real lover of, of kind of all sports, and and but I think yeah, the the, the turnaround of when it was, I think obviously the, the the Thursday evening we actually found out minutes before training, so um it was yeah it, it wasn't much time to turn around. It wasn't as if it was early in the week. I, I think. Um, yeah, it was. It it yeah. I, I agree. I think it was it was the right thing to do. Um, I, I agree with the reasoning behind it, and, and and it allowed um obviously a lot of people to 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 see kind of everything across the weekend, which is probably again what what they wanted the, the exposure of that. Um, again for 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 our point of view, not to say in 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 unforeseen circumstances, it was probably something that we needed that break a little bit. I know it's quite early on in the season, but we've probably done more travelling than most and, and we will continue to do that in the next few weeks. So, yeah, it was quite a nice point. And I think we come back in Tuesday really refreshed and really, really ready to go again.
0: Did you stop training over the last couple of weeks or do you? is it something that you still train, it's OK? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm in the middle of a play at the moment and I've literally, on the first, we went to rehearsal after I heard the Queen had died. And we had a two minute silence. We just literally had a moment where we respected, but we've still got a play to do. We still have a show to put on next week. Do you know what I mean? It's like, how do you, you can't, I don't think the Queen would have wanted anyone to stop, stop completely. But to reflect is a good thing to look forward to King Charles III. Brilliant. But I don't think she would have wanted everything just to stop, stop. That's a, my opinion. So um, um, I imagine you you still have been training this week, though.
1: The news broke quite late Thursday, so I think it was about half six, seven, so we couldn't stop anything there because uh, a lot of players travel from a lot of, yeah, around around the country, so a lot of them would have left long before that, so it was only fair to keep that on, obviously, um, and, and we gauged, obviously, the, the mood and how it went, and, and, and we, yeah, we, we were able to continue. Um, we didn't do anything the weekend, just just out of respect. I just felt, personally, in terms of a lot of stuff had been cancelled, so I think, um, it it wouldn't have been fair to then go and and train, although although yeah, like I said, it's it's slightly different. But I think yeah, just that just out the element of respect, we kind of cut everything off, and that was a, as a club, a kind of a club stance, and, and we we were, we stuck by that as well. So um, but then yeah, we we come back in Tuesday, Thursday, um, this week, obviously preparing for for Sunday's game.
0: Let's reflect on Billericay. I remember we spoke, and you said at the time, you said we can't count on the fact that they've lost their first three games; they're going to be a team. Still difficult to beat. You weren't wrong.
1: Yeah, no, I think we know. We we know. We know any game in in, in our league this season. We know that the quality that any side is going to bring, and um, it wasn't us fearing Billericay. It wasn't us un, underprepared, and it was us knowing the qualities that they have. Um They've managed to bring two two footballers in their squad from Championship last season, so it's not a weak squad there. It's not not a weak side, and and they were unfortunate with 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 um bits that went went um, against them. Unfortunately for us, the, the the game that went for them a little bit was was the one that we played because the, the start of the game, the first 11-12 minutes, how the ball didn't go in the back of the net. Some of it was through poor finishing, but yeah, it was one of them ones very unfortunate and, and, and they, they then capitalised and, and were able to grow into the game. Um, I think knowing on being on the flip side of that last season without being, not showing any disrespect, when a team is struggling and, and almost at the foot of the table, even really early on, I think if you go a goal ahead in that game or then two goals early on, it really, really tests them and it, and you can then um, put your stance on the game. But I think because they stayed in it, um, as soon as they got that, that goal kind of after that first 12, 30 minute block that we had, um, they instantly lifted and we saw the best of Billericke. Um, I have to give the credit to, to the group because the reaction after half time, albeit we, we were helped by a sending off, before the sending off we had big chances and, and it was just one and ones. just, yeah, it just didn't fall for us at the back end of the, of the second half. But yeah, I, I can only ask them to, to, to react if, if, if we don't start or, or go through pop moments in the game which haven't been good enough and, and we certainly did do that. Um so, so yeah, we we reflected on it. It was disappointing, but I think in the, in in a the whole, um, there's been a lot of positives to take, and, and you still look at that league table of where we are at now, um, and and it it looks positive. So we have to now build on that.
0: We've spoken about this before already about the whole fight back and the 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 ladies never give up and that that half time seen it in a number of games this season already do you know what i mean that kind of we're coming back we're fighting back immediately there's not a immediately there's a response as opposed to a um uh a a lull and i think um i didn't get to see the game at ballerickey but hearing it from chris's perspective it just felt like come on this you're actually trying to fight this back it's not it wasn't a they didn't give up
1: i think it's just the Excitement with what we've got in within the group in terms of the talent that we've got. Um, unfortunately, Angelina she was ill for that game. Um, yes, yeah, so we didn't have her. So it was a bit of a loss because obviously she's one of one of the um, one of the the kind of um, in, within attacking units. I mean, someone who um, adds real value to that. But I think. We've scored a goal in every game so far this season. I don't ever look at games and feel like we can't get one, two, three goals. So I think uh, last season, maybe a 2-0 scoreline would have been, Car, oh, this is going to be really, really tough. But I really believe in the group. Um, and we'll come on to, obviously, Leone uh, and discuss her. But she comes on, scores. Obviously, Trish scores on Wednesday night. Coops um, has scored. Um, Nicole, Lou. So they've already scored. Um, all of them players within the first four games so I think um, having I think 10 goals scored and I think 7 or 8 of them coming from different players we always believe no matter whether you're 2-0, 3-0 down we have goals in this team so it's just about correcting what we've done wrong we'll create the chances and, and we don't always want to be behind in games don't get yeah. me wrong like I said you saw the Crawley game and the Cheltenham game when we go ahead um, it, it can become more, a little bit more comfortable or, or we can dominate a little bit more but, um, but yeah it, it's exciting group that will always have goals and create chances
0: Now, we will talk about the game uh, coming up and what's been happening in the cup draws uh, that we've had. How excited are you for cup draws? Is it just exciting to be playing more football um, or are the cups really important to you?
1: Yeah, they're really important. I think all three of them. I think we... The the, the the county cup obviously we want to be the, the best in the county and we've got a real strong county within now now that red in put aside and obviously their 21s were in that and and and, and they won it last year and we saw when, when we got knocked out to them and lost the game 4-2 um Cheshire predominantly has been the final or semi-final in a few years so to playing round one it's it's a really competitive mm. tie. and um, the, the league the league cup we really believe that we can go and beat anyone on our day. So, again, it's exciting. Um, and, and then, obviously, when the FA Cup comes in. But we want to win these games of football because if you don't, then spare weekends come propping up. And, and we want a consistency now of of, of the games, as you say.
0: Leone. What a, what a great story for MK Don's, right? I mean, she's come up from eight years old all the way through Don's set into the first team. You must be like, you and John and the team must be like, this is... This was the point of the set.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And and look, I, I I've worked really only a long, long while within the RTC setup, um, and now obviously the the women's first team. And 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 again, I'm not just taking the plaudits. A lot of hard work from a lot of staff have gone into that um, through through the RTC. But it is really, really pleasing. And it's why it's there. And and I'm I'm the biggest believer in the, the pathway, and I'm the biggest believer in. Giving them the, the opportunity and them showing that they've got the talent. Um, you often see sometimes, I know, players will make appearances in, I say, like dead rubber games or like games where they don't mean nothing. And, and we don't ever do this for, to, to get stats up to say, oh, you know what, this players have come through RTC and first You saw it with Flo last season. She started against Portsmouth in big games, Tilly Brown. And um, you've seen, like I said, Darcy has been in and around at the keeper. Leone... We turned into these players in big moments and and, and on against Villa-Ricky, we were half-time, we were 2-0 down, we felt we needed something extra within the attacking, attacking third and we turned to Leone and it wasn't the case of, oh, because she's come through our RTC, that's that's really, really good for us and shows the pathway's working, but it's her hard work that has shown that she's at the ability to, to play at this level and, and it's really, really pleasing as a story to, to show that she's gone on that journey and and, um, and and got her first competitive goal, which which I was yeah so pleased for her out of uh, that game Sunday.
0: Yeah, completely. From my perspective, she works really hard. She gets up there, she darts in and out. She's not the tallest of players, but she's in there and in the action and wanting to to be part of that final result.
1: Yeah, she, she just offers something so different. She is so, so quick. And I think she... Almost scares defenders because you feel like you've got time on the ball if you've got it, and she nicks it off you. Or when she's running at you, she'll draw them in and one big touch, and uh, and she goes. And I think we saw that straight away when she came on up against Cheltenham, and and um, and and how exciting, and the crowd got up straight away, and and the same thing again, um, again last Sunday against Bellerichy. Her goal is fantastic, and um, and it's really been encouraging that she's even a, a young player taking that on ball because. We felt when she came or stepped up to the first team. She was snatching it a lot so she'd rush her chances. She and I was like, You're so quick that you are yourself an extra 10 yards because you run past the defender so stay on the ball Um, and that was the really pleasing thing against Villa Ricky she takes five six touches carries the ball and then finishes with with a great finish
0: it is lovely to have a plethora of players who can score and I've said this to you Charlie I think I said it's already but it feels like we have a team on our hands that wants the passion to not only win but to you know why not get up there do you know what I mean in that top five is that top three that you know what I mean it's that Passion to keep going and and growing with it as well. So um, no, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um, something about Leone that um would encourage uh, the RTC players, right? Because they would come along, they see the game, they see how it is, and they would want to be, they want to achieve that as well. But what else has it struck you about Leone that you you could bring to the table now?
1: I think just just the way that she plays fearless football. I think and and that's what and that's what we love about young players and. When they come into our setup, in in any moment, again, I, I just refer back to the Billy Rickey game. It's 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 a lot of pressures on your shoulders. You're two nil down. You've been brought on to make an impact. And um, the Cheltenham game, the game's at one 0 It's a very very close game. And. And I think the way that she doesn't let any anything face her she doesn't let any situation face her and it's like she wants to she wants to take it on board she wants to um yeah she wants to go above and beyond to um to 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 go and do it for the team and and leone's had her setbacks off the pitch and i think it's been an incredible journey for her to react in the way that she has um and and football has been that driving force and i think because she's come through MK, she almost wants to give that extra 5-10% because she knows how much, or she knows everything about the club. She knows the staff, she knows the players, and it's almost like it means a lot more. Not that it doesn't mean a lot to the others that come in from other clubs because they start to build that, but because she's been part of it for so long, um, yeah, she has that real passion for, for, for wanting to, to be, for this club to be successful and her to be part of that journey.
0: Let's talk to Leoni now here on the Game On podcast. <laughs> I listen to the Game On Podcast. I am with Leone. First goal on the sheets for MK Dons. You must be happy, right?
2: I was buzzing when I first got it. Because it's not only just a first goal. I went on when they needed me, when we were suffering a bit. And although it was still 2-1, I was buzzing just to get that first goal underneath my belt.
0: Never underestimate it, right? Because you know you ch- you can change the game by a single goal, can't you?
2: Yeah, definitely, most definitely.
0: Has that been something that's in your history so far in football? Has that ever happened before? Is that something you like? You're used to doing you, to step up at a time that you uh, your team needs you? Yeah,
2: any any time the team are starting to put their heads down, it's my job to kind of go on the pitch and kind of get the momentum going again get everyone's heads up and get everyone back into the game basically yeah
0: have you been involved in the mk don set or have you been involved in other clubs or tell me a little bit about your footballing history and, and why on earth you're involved in football in the first place
2: when i first started football i was playing just for a little grassroots team in late buzzard where i live and that's when i got scouted for MK Dons at age eight, and then so ever since eight years old, I've been playing for MK. So I've just kind of gone through.
0: So this is a great story, right? From yeah set to to the first team. Yeah, you're not the first to do that, right?
2: I don't know. I might. I might be thinking about it now. Who else was playing f-
0: when you grew- when you were in the set?
2: Well, Amy Goodrum, that's just left. I kind of grew up in MK with her, so going through the sets with her. But I think that's the only person that stayed as long as I did.
0: So you could be the longest person in the set and then into the first team, right? (laughs) Yep. This is it, Leonie, and you've got your goal as well. And so now you're setting your stall out. Always a striker?
2: Always been kind of like striker, midfield wing, just never defence.
0: Okay, because...
2: If I was to go into defence, I would not have a clue. What to do, where to go. So yeah.
0: you've never actually been goalkeeper either. They've never said, oh, Leonie, we need you in goal today. You'd never do that, right? No. So Who inspires you then in football to have got you involved in football in the first place?
2: Just watching like women's football growing up. I'd probably say Lucy Bronze, definitely, most definitely, because the way she presents herself in football, both on and off the pitch, I, I think she's a inspiration to a lot of people and definitely me as well growing up with her because obviously she's gone through the England squads and now she's at where she is now so I definitely look up to Lucy
0: and someone that you like to emulate get into the England squad at some point as well have you ever yeah. done anything have you any, had any experience with England at all
2: I used to be involved in little like hub days and camp days in England when I was around 13 12 13 but then I just at the time I wasn't really, my head wasn't really into it so I wasn't really like fascinated by it so I just stopped doing that and just carried on with normal football at MK.
0: So as football, who got you into playing football then in the, fir- in the first place? Was it a family thing, a friends thing or?
2: Um, I think it's just ever since I was young having a ball at my feet that's when you could see me smile the most so I just think it's I never really had anyone else in my family that was big footballers. So I think it was just a natural thing.
0: So like mum and dad didn't play football, your brother you haven't got brothers and sisters that play football either, or it's just No, you. it was just me, yeah. That's that, that's great. And so actually that must be quite difficult there. How did you so your parents became like mini taxi drivers, like yeah. you off to every single game and stuff like that? You say you like Lucy Bronze, but who in say maybe even like the MK Squad has inspired you the most?
2: Well, everyone knows Nicole Pepper. Definitely her. Yeah.
0: If you were to recall maybe one piece of advice that Nicole has given you in your playing, what would that be?
2: Well, she knows I get very anxious before games and during games. And every match she'll go to me, use your nerves to get you into the game. Use them in a positive way. And that's always stuck with me.
0: Great advice, isn't it? And would yeah. is that something you would then say? Now that you're learning it, because you you know, nobody I still get nervous by doing stuff, right? Um, and so there's a moment where learning your how to use your nerves is going to be a very positive thing. Um, is that something a piece of advice that you would pass on to an RTC player?
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: What's the one thing you think you've learned from just training with the main squad that you've you've come up that's kind of really helped you?
2: I think the squad for this season, it's mainly just positivity like surrounded by positivity even when things don't go the way we want things to go we'll never drop our heads and it kind of is like a second family like everyone's there for each other
0: it does feel yeah. like a team right and how, yeah, do you, how do you think that has come about how do you think that is something that you can help foster as well
2: mm, I personally feel like it's we all because we ha- all get along and we all have such a big passion and love for football that's what's like brings us all together
0: are you happy with mk dons playing at the moment you know how do you think you can deal with the fact that you lost at pompey and you lost um you know at billerickey how do you deal with that and how do you help other people deal with that as well
2: just the main factor is to never drop your head because once your head drops everyone else around you sees that and then their head will drop and then that's when you'll just start going downhill from then. So the main thing is to just stay positive, look for the future because the future does look bright for MK Dons this season. So mainly just don't drop your head.
0: Would you say Pepper is the person you get on with most on the team? There are there other players that you kind of go, wow, that, I just love the way you play. Um, you're just like in admiration of them as well.
2: Um, I do get on well with most of the team. I just laugh and wind up most of the team. They get annoyed, but probably the main three people I look up to is probably Chloe, the goalie, um, obviously Pepper and probably Trish.
0: Yeah. And what a goal from her the other week, right?
2: I know. Unreal.
0: Do you watch those kind of things and go, Oh, I wish I'd scored that one or, actually you did that's just brilliant just a brilliant piece of play
2: just a brilliant piece of play I was I wasn't actually going to pass to her I was going to turn around and see if I could score but she was screaming at me so I thought passed past to Trish and then she scored a worldy of a goal
0: wow I know right and I genuinely we were on the stands going it felt like we won the euros genuinely it's like ah, come
2: on. it was incredible it.
0: just brilliant isn't it and and that home atmosphere as well how did you feel about that
2: well I never experienced that so going onto the pitch for the first time ever and then coming off to such a great fan base and everyone just cheering amazing like it just felt so surreal it was incredible.
0: How do you deal with that then is that something you they they talk about or is that something that you just go oh my gosh this is for real actually there's like 600 people here wanting to see me play?
2: you just kind of have to pinch yourself and say to yourself is this is this actually happening because at some su- at some points you it's so surreal you just think it's a dream but when you are in it it just the fan base and the fans for mk don's women we all are so loved by it like everyone coming to watch both home and away games it does we do honestly appreciate it so much
0: How much do you think playing at Don's has, and in being part of Don's set, has got you to the position where you are today? How much do you feel that that's been had a good knock-on effect?
2: Mainly experience, obviously, from being there from the age of eight to now eighteen—that's ten years of experience from the same team. Like I've never went in and out of different teams; I've just stayed there. And obviously, Charlie, Bill. He kind of came in when I was in the set as well. So knowing him and knowing how he wants us to play, I kind of have a better understanding.
0: How do you feel as Charlie, as a manager?
2: He's definitely such a brilliant coach. The way he, just like us as well, like if he was a coach and you was to put your head down, it would make a knock-on effect to us and everyone around us. But he's all, he's so positive even when we're experienced in the lows in football and nothing's going our way he's always so like positive and supportive for all of us and I think that's that's what you need it it's a good role model and a coach as well with Charlie
0: yeah no completely and he's he is a great guy all around isn't he just really yeah a genuine what you see is what you get but genuinely um, passionate about football passionate about getting the best out of um mk don's ladies which is which is absolutely amazing so um maybe a game that you're looking forward to this season
2: Watford as there are rivals so maybe Watford yeah
0: that's gonna be a cracking game right yeah um, it's a brilliant year to be involved in Tier 3 and great teams all round. There's no shockers in any of this, is there? So um, every team you play, just play your best. Letty, something about you that we wouldn't know?
2: Well, everyone would say in the team, but to the fans that don't know me, that I'm probably the biggest wind-up and the most annoying person.
0: Tell me about a time when you've wound up someone then.
2: Well, I, I can't just stay still or like not do anything. I'm always moving around, so... I'll go past, I'll shoulder barge them. They're minding their own business and I'll just ruin that and I'll shoulder barge them or I'll nutmeg them. I just, I'm such a wind up within the team.
0: And if that's the one thing you're known for, you know, brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Why not? Do you know what I mean? Keep them on their toes, right? Exactly. Keep them on their toes. Where would you like to be in five years' time?
2: Still obviously playing football and kind of aiming for the England squad. Most definitely. That's a dream.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you can get noticed genuinely in tier three. Why not? Do you know what I mean? Get noticed because some of them, uh, some of the other players have played in under 23s. Do you know what I mean? Under 19s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And there is absolutely no reason why, when you come onto the pitch, you are incredibly lively. Do you know what I mean? When you come onto the pitch, you are noticed to cut in those areas. I mean, you're not the tallest of players. Can I say that? Is that all right? But you yeah, are. You're time. in there. I mean, you're fighting for it, man. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting. Oh my gosh is she okay stop everybody but you're because you're fighting for it and that that's a (laughs) great passion to have Lenny.
2: well that's always been the way I've never I've always been the smallest on the pitch and I'm not going to grow anytime soon so it will remain that way but it's just about using that as when you're when I come up against tall defenders I'm more likely to be faster than them so I use that to my ability
0: so you put a lot of practice in, a lot of time in, and that's that's what we love about it. And we look forward to seeing you playing uh, more and more. We'd love you to play for Dons, but also represent England. We want yeah, both, right? Definitely. So yeah. like we can say we've got an, an England star. How encouraging was the Euros, do you think?
2: Incredible. Unreal, honestly. Watching the women's from not getting like recognition to now bringing it home for our country is incredible
0: four years time your name could be there why not Just have
2: to wait and see yeah that's like
0: work hard <laughs> right now I just have to wait and see as well this is brilliant so well uh, all right Leone thank you very much indeed um thank you for being on the Game On podcast great to thank hear. you for having me no it's great to hear some of those kind of like those stories and the fact that you've been so committed to the set right up until the team uh, you know that's that's got to be an encouragement for J- um, John as well right yeah Thanks for being on the Game On podcast. The only come on, you Johns. We'll be coming <laughs> from you from the edge. And uh, you'll notice us because we'll be there at the Watford game uh, cheering you on. So uh, uh, enjoy. Uh, we've recorded this uh, on a Tuesday evening. You're off to training right now. So go and enjoy your training, all right?
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: So, again, she highlighted the fact that she was picked up at the age of eight playing for a local team, uh, scouted, as she calls it. I love that. You guys must have a whole bunch of people going out about looking at players all the time, right?
1: Yeah, well, it's, it, it, it works. Obviously, you, yeah, you either see them playing and sometimes it's for boys' size, sometimes it's for... The girl side as well. Sometimes it's through word of mouth. So someone will have a conversation, or coach, or someone has gone, "Car, oh, I've seen this female footballer, and she's fantastic. She's really talented." Um, but yeah, you, you do, and more and more probably now than when actually when Leone started, probably yeah, what eight nine years ago. Now it's it's only got a lot lot bigger in terms of the female game. So more opportunities for more players to 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 go and make that step up to to, to senior football and, and play at a really really good level.
0: You can hear some of the other players that we've spoken to already on the Game on past podcast, either season one or season two. Each story is just—it's brilliant to hear. And uh, even you're surprised, right, Charlie, when you when you hear back and you go, oh "My gosh, I didn't know about that my own player," right? Yeah, no,
1: I, I generally love it. I love. I first thing I do when it's out, I'm I'm probably one of the first ones to listen to it, not to listen to myself back. I skip through that part. Um, <laughs> but but. Um, generally there are some little bits like one sense that you kind of start to feel or know about a player and and yeah I don't know every bit about everyone's journey and background and it just connects me a little bit more so yeah I think the more that we have on here and every week it just brings yeah it brings when when you become a role model you start to know more about a player um, and you start to know more about that connection that they have then I have no doubt players listen to this even if it's young players RTC players they hear that they hear Leone's journey and straight away they probably see her out there next game and She's probably going to be one of the fans favourite because of knowing yeah. yeah the journey that she's gone on so no i i really do love listening
0: back to it nice i'm absolutely fantastic um so tell us about the the cup game coming up then like you said chesham uh we normally play them uh in the final but first game in the, is that a worry or is that like a challenge
1: uh a, a bit of both i wouldn't i, wouldn't say a worry. I I think it's fallen really nicely. I think even even the the, the next um, week when we go in in the League Cup, we go Chelsea, obviously Chichester last year. I think Cup games, I'm always a big advocate of, I want a a tough game, a tough opposition, because no disrespect, there are some teams that are a a lower tier within our county, so um, that we'd expect to, to heavily dominate. And I think sometimes if you have that very early on and and you then have that game, and then you go into to next week's game. We might start poorly because we've got into some bad habits. I want cup games all, always being tough, and and I know we'll see the best version of Cheshire because, like I said previously, we we beat them in the final before last year, the two years previous to that they beat us the final of the year. Competitive game, um, and really, really, yeah, a um, bit of a rivalry there, which which adds to to the taste and and adds to the game, which is always nice. Um but yeah, really looking forward to after the break from last Sunday getting out there this Sunday.
0: I just love it. I must admit, I do love a cup game. And I love the fact that um we end up we play get we play against sides that we wouldn't normally play against, do you know what I mean? And it brings out differences and we kind of pick out the best and the uh, of those particular games as well. No, really looking forward to it. Uh, this Sunday tickets
1: yeah no, so you can buy tickets. Um, I don't know confirmation the, of the the actual price, but you can pay through. Yeah, you can go on the door, pay on the door uh, at Chesham. Um, like I said, hopefully it'll be be a good turnout there again. Um, as well, it's 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 a not away game, but it's a not It's only just yeah, forty five minutes away and and fairly fairly local. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure once again, um, the the, the players would recognise that support and, and and yeah and and hopefully yeah kick off this this next block of work. Um, to with, with success into the next round and and yeah and and building on.
0: On what we've done so far. following game is Watford, is that right?
1: No, so that, now, that has now unfortunately been moved um, because okay. of the uh, the postponement of the, the Chelsea game, so that has gone in, all cup games have now gone in um, to the 25th, which was now the Watford game. Um, it does mean we then go, yeah, Chelsea away, then Bridgewater away, and, and then our, our first or next home game is London Bees on the 9th of October, so yeah, it's been been a bit of a I feel like I'm traveling the country every Sunday at yeah. the moment, but yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll have that big block of home games coming up, so we've got we've got that to look forward to. But yeah, unfortunately, that because that, that Watford game would have been a fantastic occasion, and and it still will be, but it would just be um yeah delayed. slightly
0: later, slightly. Later. Well, I think maybe you delayed it for me because I'm in a play and I needed to see it. So yeah. um, I that, that's now I'm joking. That's fine. That's fine. Um, okay. Wow. Gosh. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, know it's important to to get some away support as well, and uh, we're trying to get along as many games as once. So keep your eye on uh, MK Don's FC Women on Twitter and also Insta and other areas. And loads of the players it's brilliant to see lots of the players this year doing lots more social media content and you know pre- and promoting and everything else like that. It must be a- encouraging to see a growth across the board.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it is really pleasing. I think yeah, through through our socials, through the players that jumping on board. Um, for everything we have, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, having we're really, really lucky in terms of having um Motti down there and game, but also photographer Chris who who gives his time up to some of the photos we have are fantastic. And I know players really really appreciate that. Um, I know he is, um, and I don't know whether you're able to put in this thing, he is running the London Marathon in a couple of weeks, so I think he is uh getting sponsors for that. And, and we're uh, we're yeah, putting in putting in some stuff for that. So again, um, for, for his cause, I know he, he'd um. It'd really love any any small donation to that.
0: Reminding people these people did it voluntary. Chris doesn't get paid. Chris doesn't get paid, and so everybody wants to support and see Don's be a better, bigger club that everybody wants. Do you know I mean Chris does bring out some of those amazing, amazing photos. So uh, I know we, we we we're very grateful, and I'm sure he's very grateful for your support as well. So um, uh, look, come on, you Don's this Sunday, away cup game. I'm uh, just reflecting on the table briefly though, um. Pompey are storming it this season. That seems like a different side. I, I know they're not our team, um, Charlie, but you must look and go, my gosh, Oxford really going for it, uh, four wins out of four. Um, but then Pompey as well seems to be storming it as well. Is, is, is that a surprise for you, or do you, because looking at the rest of the table?
1: Uh, no, it, w- it wasn't a surprise. I did think when I looked at some of their recruitment over the summer, I thought they did, uh, yeah, brought in some fantastic, talented players. And we knew, they were, I expected them to be up there. I think they made a transition to training three times a week as well. So they're going almost uh, close to a part-time model, which contact, when you have more contact time, it just it bring, brings in a, yes, yeah, slightly better performances or consistency of performance. Um, again, I think it was pleasing that... Uh, both Jay and Portsmouth spoke really, really respectfully of, of what we went and done there, despite the scoreline. So, again, I think when we do come up against uh, an Oxford or Watford, um, we, we can still take lots of confidence from that game of how we competed against them um, to, to then hopefully, yeah, to, to hopefully compete with anyone in this league. But, no, they are doing some real good things and it's been some exciting starts from some teams up there. So, be yeah, be one that we'll be watching closely.
0: Yeah, and we, um, honestly... Um from a fan perspective as well, it's lovely to see you at the end of a game doing a little bit of match reporting um, and uh, just letting know people how the game was and just doing that little bit of manager stuff at the end as well. That's that's new for the season and it, I, lo- I think it's brilliant, Charlie.
1: Yeah, again, I think, uh, again, the club trying to jump on board, even putting like, goals out, stuff like that, but I think, win win or lose. We want to give yeah the reflection of the game and, and especially away games that, that people can't travel. So yeah, it's just just um just adding to that, adding to, to the value that we want to keep improving and, and bits like that. Yeah, really, really help.
0: No, I think it's brilliant. So um come on you dons. Uh shouting from the the radio or shouting from chesham or wherever we are um uh, we want to see um uh, a great game first of all which we know we're going to bring to the table um and then a win as well would be even more perfect that's what i say we know that right anyway we need that so that's all good so uh, right you're listening to the game on podcast with charlie uh, bill that was uh, an addition in featuring uh leone as well um, my name is simon tuck <laughs>